last thing I want to talk about today, um, really important, is the communication system. Now, we've talked about this several times in the past, uh, and I talk about it often with um, Sheriff Hillhouse. The new uh, 911, not 911, the new communication system for first responders, mm -hmm. for fire departments, police departments, and it's going to be for a whole lot of other things as well. Uh, new digital system, you've been putting it together for, um, you've been talking about it for years. <clears throat> yes. Um, last year or so, been putting it together. It was originally a $4.5 million plan. But you guys made some improvements, mm -hmm. increased the scope of the project a little bit. Tell us about those improvements. It added $1.8 million to the project. Tell us about those improvements, why you did it, and, and what's going to happen. When we originally started, we signed a contract back in June of 19. Now, that was the actual, okay, this is what we're going to do point. Uh, not taking into account the previous discussions for years. So if you drive a stake in the ground on uh, in June of 19, that is when the county had selected L3 Harris to provide the P25 system, which encompassed four tower locations. And you had one centrally in Athens. We had one on the west side and two on the east side. Two of those four towers were owned by entities that um, the county works with and was at no charge, but the other two towers were considered to be lease towers. And what that was forecasting was going to add an additional $100,000 a year worth of lease onto the county budget that we'd have to handle. Well, once you, we began to investigate the cost of leasing, Versus the benefit of owning, it became very apparent that when you compare the longevity of our previous system, which was about 45 years, to how long this system would be up, it became much more cost effective to own our own towers in the long run. So we shifted sites and we shifted thought processes on owning towers, which brought us a, a immediate long-term savings. Within 14 years, I believe it was like we were projected to spend $1.4 million dollars on releases alone. So we were able to save that by doing this. The additional thing that went along with this foresight system was is that we had what is called a spur. This system interlocks and since it is computers and networks, you need redundancy in the system so that if you lose a location, the rest of the system stays up. So one of the added benefits of it. Well, even with four towers, we still had a leg that was hanging out there where you could have that. And that, if we would have lost that western tower, we would have lost half the county's communication. So what we began to look at as far as expanding the system was to investigate how we could get a fifth tower. So we would complete an actual ring that would bring some redundancy to the coverage and we added that in in this process it was uh, about in total cost equipment tower building costs and all that about an additional million dollars in that of which we were actually able to get 500,000 of that million funded through a statewide grant in okay. the cog so let me make sure. Let me make sure. I just want to make sure that we understand exactly where the money was and everything. Because mm -hmm. so we had two towers that would have been leased, right? Out of four towers total. Yes. 
took an additional, I think it was 841000 mm-hmm. which took the leases out. Exactly. So now we don't have to worry about leases anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, then another million dollars added a fifth tower, okay, which is owned by the county. By the county. And the nice thing about that is half of that ended up being grant money. So yes. even though it's a million dollars, it's only $500,000 to the county. But that's where the new money, so we went from $4.5 million for the entire project to $6.3 million for the entire project, not counting a half a million dollar grant. Mm-hmm. But now we have five towers instead of four. We have redundancy. If one of the towers goes down, we won't lose coverage around the county. Plus, the county owns its own towers, so that means no year-to-year lease payments, you know, because I'm sure those payments would have stayed the same amount 20 years from now. They're not going to go up. (laughs) Right. But even if you don't go up, if you're paying $100,000 a year in lease and it took $800,000 to buy them, uh, my math says that after eight years, you're paying for yourself. Exactly. So. And like you said, the last time we did this, it lasted 40 years, 45 years. So we should be able to get our money back with that. The other thing that's really interesting to me about this is that you own the tower. That's right. Now you have a resource. That communication system is not the only thing you can hang on that tower. That is correct. You know, there are limitations involved when you are government entering into any type of private um, business ideas, but it does give the county options as to of having assets in place for future growth in the county for things other than your this communication system. Because tower space and infrastructure, as we were speaking with water, is so very precious and so very in short supply in many areas. So um, we have a lot of high hopes for future capabilities and uses of these towers. So we, uh, um, and we've spoken quite a bit about infrastructure in this particular podcast, but, you know, when we think infrastructure, most of the time, I think the average person thinks bridges, roads, water, mm-hmm. sewer. Right. I think we have come to a time when it's very, very important that we consider communications infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And those towers, which um, will also allow, hopefully, maybe in the future, other services, cells, cells, um, internet, internet, you bet. whatever, just opens up possibilities for the county. The other thing is, um, I I understand that surrounding counties are already clamoring to get connected to the system. That is one of the added benefits of going the route that the county did with the L3 Harris system is because we have the capability to act as a hosting facility, whereas since we own the cores that the system operates on, that we can assist the surrounding counties. And I, I go back to doing as, you know, everyone's accustomed to the cloud and software as a service. Well, communications can be provided as a software as a service for at a lesser cost for other entities in this case. And we are, um, we had this in mind when we moved forward of not only having that 
communication capability here, but how we could also be a hub for the region sure. to help with this and find a way to offset our maintenance costs that we have every year. So we'll just let the entrepreneurs in the audience think about the possibilities oh, when it comes to that. Uh, but, yeah, you and I have spoken before about, um, you know, when you guys, when you made the very – when you made the initial decision. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was an option to let somebody else provide this digital right. communication system to the county as a service – um, but that was going to run half a million a year. Exactly. Yeah. Um, with no way of recouping that. Cost. Yeah. With, yeah, it's yeah. like renting instead of owning. Exactly. And so, yeah, this, this new communication system gives, you know, besides all of the positives, it's going to be where you have better coverage and people will mm-hmm. be able to talk to each other. And we have all the extra radios because it's Office digital and it's not over air. Right. And, and, you know, the sheriff will tell me every time we talk about it, this will save lives. It There's will. no doubt about it. This will save lives. And we're going to bring in all of the fire departments and the VFDs over the next couple of years. It'll take, right. I know, but all will be under. Well, and that, that's very important because we have these volunteer fire departments that yeah. are much like the rural water corporations. Money is tight. Sure. Resources are tight. Um, in this pro, in this project, we provided, all, we'll provide the, um, fire departments with pagers for immediate call out. We also sponsored them, um, with a grant that's currently in, that's going after a grant through FEMA for almost a million dollars to outfit their equipment in these departments. So, sure. uh, there's been a lot of moving parts in several different directions on this to get it to here. And it's really a shout out to all the, the county organization because there's been multiple departments working on it. All of the cities, the entities, sure. the fire, I mean, this has truly been, even the colleges involved, schools are involved because of this emergency communication capability. And so it's really satisfying and gratifying to me to turn around and see just how the entire county yeah. has worked to make this happen. This, this communication system is a BDD. It's a big dang deal. It is. It, it is. really is. Um, and... There is hope that um, the on switch will be flicked sometime within the next month. Yes, uh, it got held. <clears throat> Excuse me. We were so we were doing so well through the line there, and of course, getting through COVID and even the ice storm. I was going to say you had you had COVID issues. You had snowmageddon. Yeah. There was a few things that may have pushed it back just a little bit. But um, yeah, I know that the uh, sheriff said that. Things are going well. Some of the test mm-hmm. tests have gone very, very well. The cores are talking they're, to each they're other. They're talking to each other. That's and everything right. is going the way it's supposed to. So, yeah, we're really excited sometime in the next three to four weeks to be turning on the new communication system. Yes, sir. Boy, that and that that was – and well, that's been a long time coming. Oh, it has. When you think, like I said, our VHF system has been in place for 40-plus years. Sure. And in actuality, I mean, it was not adequate, even in its day, to get coverage everywhere. Right. Um, this is a huge jump, and we still have a lot of work to go because we still have – 
trainings, not only for oh, yeah. internally, but all of the entities that are on it. We have installation of equipment. We have programming of this equipment. This is going to be a long onboarding process. It, it will, we'll be talking about this at the end of summer, eventually of us saying, hey, yeah, we're we, going we to got, phase two now. Yeah, we yeah. got to this point. <laughs> right. You know, now we're going to go here. Yeah, this is going to so, be, this is going to be a rollout that's going to take a while. Yeah. However, turning on the switch is the culmination of five or six years worth of work. Cause you said June 2019, right. but man, there were years of meetings and committee meetings mm-hmm. and research and how are we going to do it and what's the best way to do it and exactly. all of that beforehand and how to do it without going in debt. And that's what we are so proud of as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, I think the, uh, the taxpayers are, are, many of them are very happy to hear that. All right. 